Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for being here with us today. I'm Michelle Morris from Consolidated Planning Group. Um, if you've been to one of our webinars in the past, you kind of know the drill, but I'll go through it again today for anybody who might be new. We have a new topic today, and we are so excited for Denise Williams to join us and to talk uh, with us today. Um, so here are the rules of the road. We are in webinar mode, which means that we cannot see you or hear you, but we do know you're out there. If you have any questions or comments, and we welcome them, uh, but feel free to go ahead and put those in the chat box. Uh, Denise, if you want to go ahead and put your contact info in the chat box and uh, as I start, and then I'll do that myself as uh, once Denise gets started. But um, yeah, so at Consolidated Planning Group, we are a holistic financial planning firm that focuses on families with special needs loved ones. So that's why we present all of these educational webinars to help families understand what they need to do um, to help take care of their loved ones. We record all of our webinars and this one is being recorded. Later on today, you will receive a link to the recording on our YouTube channel, and you will also receive the slides so that you can go through these again later on if you have any questions. Um, we help families. Denise, could you go to the second slide, please? Sure. We help families uh, do things like their protection plans, meaning life insurance, um, planning for lifetime care for their loved ones. You know, when you have a family member who has some sort of a difference, um, it's, it's not just your retirement that you have to worry about anymore. It's your retirement and maybe a spouse's retirement and then taking care of your loved one for another 20 or 30 years once you're gone. Um, it can be quite expensive. So we help families understand those costs of care and how that's going to work. Uh, we help with transition planning, ABLE accounts, and other ways that you can save money for your loved ones that won't affect their government benefits. And of course, advocating and educating families um, so that you don't jeopardize those benefits in the future. You know what's coming up and what needs to be on your radar. So, um, Denise, if you'll go to the next slide, this is all about you. We um, are very, very happy to welcome Denise with us today. She is from Dream Vacations, and uh, she's going to talk to us today about um, traveling with your special needs loved ones and all the programs and options that are available out there um, to families like yours. So Denise, I will go ahead and put my contact info in the chat box while you take it away. Thank you everybody again so much for being here. All right, thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you everyone for uh, joining us today. And if there is only one thing that you leave this presentation with, this is um, what I want you to remember, that everyone, you know, regardless of, of any type of disability is entitled to a safe, enjoyable, like frustration-free vacation. And if you are thinking, oh, but I can't because of, you know, fill in the blank, 
you know, what you're thinking um, may or may not be true. You know, every year, well over 30 million um, Americans with uh, disabilities take vacations and, you know, and it's something that that really is very important. You know, vacations matter. Um, having a dedicated time for rest and relaxation and um, like recharging, it's just so important for, um, for our well-being. And one of the things that you'll find is that when you are feeling burned out, even the simplest you know, task can become um, overwhelming. And sometimes just taking like a short time away can really help you to like recharge your battery and just give you more strength and more energy to, you know, tackle the task at hand. Um, you know, chronic stress is is bad, you know, is bad for us. It's bad for our bodies. It's it's just not a good thing. Whereas my when- blood pressure, that's why my blood pressure is so high. <laughs> <laughs> Right. You know, but sometimes when we just take even a, a, just a few days to um, rest and relax, we can come back and some of these challenges that we think are, are insurmountable, we find new, more creative ways to um, to tackle them. And, you know, family and relationships really are are the key. And so just having some dedicated time away from the, you know, day-to-day routine can just really you know, help everybody in the family to um, spend quality time together and just, you know, feel better and closer. Now, I'm going to talk about three different types of vacations, even though there are, you know, for every person who takes a vacation, there's probably a different type, but I've kind of clumped these vacation types into three categories. One, a cruise vacation, and you'll find that um, I think like that is just you know, one of the most stress-free, you know, ways of vacationing. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about Disney because so many people want to uh, do a Disney World or a Disneyland vacation. And then I'll talk a little bit about um, tours. But regardless of the type of vacation you're taking, if that supplier has an app you want to download the app. So if you are doing Disney World, download the Disney app. If you are going on a carnival cruise, download the app. If you are flying, download the app for your, um, you know, for the air carrier that you're um, flying. The app is going to be the best way and the fastest way for you to get the information that you need. So, you know, download the app regardless of the type of vacation that you're taking. And the app is golden. I'll tell you, I love it. Even when when I go on a vacation, you know, if you go to an all-inclusive resort or something, you can get all the menus and all the activity lists and plan ahead for what you want to do so you don't miss out on anything. Right. Absolutely. The app, the app is um the app is the key. Um, and, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. Now, I uh, mentioned very briefly that I feel like cruise vacations are some of the um, most stress-free types of vacations. And I think one of the major reasons for that is before you even get on the cruise ship, it's I think the stat is something like 65% of Americans live within driving distance uh, to a port. 
So if you can eliminate um, the need to fly, then that just automatically reduces your level um, of stress. So for any um, folks who are in, you know, like this, you know, Houston, Dallas, Austin, uh, San Antonio, in that uh, area, you know, the port of Galveston is definitely within an easy uh, drive. But if you are in like this whole uh, Gulf Coast region, there's also a port in uh, Mobile, Alabama, there's a port in New Orleans, but once again, pretty much wherever you are, there is going to be a port nearby for you to uh, travel from. And if you are um, cruising from the port of Galveston, and then I'm going to talk a, a quite a bit about the, the port of Galveston because I'm going to make the assumption that a lot of folks on the call are from uh, Texas. Like cruising from the port of Galveston, as you may or may not know, there are five uh, cruise lines that cruise out of Galveston. Um, Carnival is the biggest, you know, very closely followed by Royal Caribbean and Royal Caribbean is uh, coming on fast, but then uh, Disney, Norwegian and Princess also cruise out of uh, Galveston. But at this point, if you had to make a choice, if you're like, okay, well, who should I cruise from? My vote is going to be with um Oh, hey, before I, I go to, to who my vote is, let me just make uh, this one statement. Even though, um, you know, those five carriers go out of the port of Galveston, you know, they all are going to go um, to the eastern or western Caribbean. So if you say, well, that's not where I want to go. I want to go someplace different. You might have to fly to a different um you know, port. So Fort Lauderdale, um, Miami, um, uh, the port that's close to um, Orlando, those are probably the, the busiest ports and the ports where you can find the most ships going to the widest variety of places. So just a few tips. If you have to fly, I just strongly um, suggest that you do get TSA pre-check if, if you don't um, have it. Um, the price just went down. I think it's only like $70, you know, per person. And that's for five years. That's and crazy. I can just, yeah. Mine I mean, that tired. <laughs> okay. Well, um, $70 for five years. And just like a, a real world example, um, the end of last month, we did our, you know, family trip to Disney because we are a, a Disney family. You know, of course, I have TSA pre-check. Uh, my son, who's 21 now, uh, does not have TSA um, pre-check. And it was literally a 40 minute difference between the time it took for me to get through um, TSA and the time we had to wait for him to get through TSA. So 40 minutes, that was a lot. Now, sometimes it doesn't make a difference, but sometimes it does. And I'd say, and especially if you are uh, going to, um, you know, to Disney and you're flying out of that um, Orlando airport, TSA pre-check is your friend, you know, and also just simple things like, you know, if you can fly direct, um, you know, the fewer times that you have to take off and land, the better. Um, even uh, some of the um, carriers, especially some of the ones out of uh, the Houston area, they have layovers. You don't have to change plane, but you still have to go up, come down, go up, come down again. If you can't avoid that, the more you go up and down, the more opportunity for something to, um, you know, go wrong. You know, also, 
um, you know, when you can, you should always book directly with the um, airline or, or with um, that particular supplier, because generally it doesn't make a difference. But if something goes wrong, you know, if you have booked through a third party supplier and you go to the uh, desk at the airline, they're going to tell you, sorry, you know, we, we can't help you. You're going to have to go through that carrier. So book direct, you know, when you can um, fly on the first flight of the day, or if not the first flight, you know, in the morning is always better than uh, later in the afternoon. Because once again, it might not matter, but if something goes wrong um, earlier in the day, you've got more of an opportunity for things to, to work themselves out. Plus, delays tend to be uh, cumulative. You know, carry your devices with you, even though you're thinking, oh, I'm not going to need my computer until I get to the hotel. You know, still bring your computer with you because once again, you never know what might happen. So you want to have your devices with you. You know, bring an external um, battery. You know, if something goes wrong, you don't want to be, you know, fighting for one of the few, you know, plugs under the seat that may or may not, um, you know, work. And then also, you know, keep in mind that you want to have some non-electronic forms of entertainment. And once again, this last trip that I was on, you know, I overheard a um, like an argument between a dad and his daughter. You know, the 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 daughter wanted to use his phone to play games, and he's like, "No, I didn't bring my charger. The battery's almost down." You know, et cetera, et cetera. So bring some non-electronics. Uh, you know, coloring books still work. You know. Um, hangman. People can still, you know, mm -hmm. do that. So just um, think about that. And then, of course, you want to know, like, your your rights in case something um, goes on. Right, Denise. Um, sure. Before you go, you get to your next slide, I just want to remind people, too, that um, with a kiddo who has special needs, the, the TSA people, the pre-check is really the way to go. The TSA people are experts, and they know what they're doing, and they have dealt with children who are nonverbal or who have medical issues, they've dealt with it before. They know what they're doing. Um, so don't be too panicked about that and worry that it's going to be just a nightmare. I mean, sometimes travel is just going to be a nightmare anyway, but um, check with your airlines ahead of time. Know what their rules and regulations are and um, just be prepared. Give yourself a little bit of extra time to get through that security step because I know that it can be overwhelming, not just for us as parents, but also for your kids. So if you're feeling stressed and rushed and running late, that's going to make it even worse. So give yourself a little bit of extra time know the rules and regulations before you get there. And that will help things go so much more smoothly. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. And I'd mentioned to you that um, if you're cruising from Galveston, you know, my, you know, preferred cruise line is Royal Caribbean and just the, the major I guess among the major reasons I feel that way is that in November of 2022, Royal Caribbean opened a new dedicated terminal. So if you are cruising Royal Caribbean, 
You go to this brand new um, terminal. It's only Royal Caribbean. And uh, one of the um, you know folks at Royal Caribbean, he likes to say from car to bar in 10 minutes. And, <laughs> and it might take like a little more than, than 10 minutes, but it's not going to take too much longer than that. Once again, assuming that you have uh, the app. But because this terminal is, is brand new, it's just so much more um, easy to access. The parking is, you know, right outside the, the terminal. And if you've ever cruised from uh, Galveston before, you know, it can sometimes be like a little hike to get from where you park to where you get into the terminal. So just the, the terminal with Royal Caribbean makes such a, um, a big difference in terms of like um, ease and accessibility. And then also uh, one of the things that I like about Royal Caribbean, um, they just introduced a new class of ships um, cruising out of Galveston called the Oasis class, which just basically means that it, it's one of their larger ships. So the allure of the seas is sailing out of Galveston through um, October. And then in uh, November, the Harmony of the Seas, you know, will be sailing out of Galveston. But these are the largest ships to ever sail out of Texas. And I, I know it might be that you might think, oh, but I don't think I want to be on a, a really big ship. I think it might be easier if we're on a, a smaller uh, ship. It'll be easier to maneuver. And I can understand why you would think that way, but the reason that um, I think the, the bigger ships are the way to go is that the ships are longer, okay? So they are a little bit longer, but what's more important, they are wider. So that means the hallways are wider. So if you have any type of mobility issue, if you're in a wheelchair, if you're in a scooter, it's going to be easier to maneuver like the hallways, et cetera, just because they are they're, they're wider. There's more room. And the other thing that um, I think is just so important, there are more elevators on the larger ships. And, um, and usually the elevators, you know, don't really matter except, you know, when you're first getting on and when you're getting off, but just having more banks of elevators just make life so much more um easy. And then also the bigger ships, there's just so much more to do. So if you are traveling and there are multiple people in your family, everybody wants to do something different on the, the bigger ships, there's more of an opportunity for everybody to have a, a different experience. And now uh, this is Royal Caribbean. Uh, towards the end of the year, Carnival is also going to bring one of their um, like big ships, their XL class ships. So I think it's in November. Um, they will also have a ship that's going to be comparable, but Carnival will still not have a dedicated terminal. And I feel like that terminal is just really um, a game changer. And if you are thinking like, oh, you know, I don't think I'll be able to travel because, you know, I, you know, have some special need in terms of um, mobility equipment. Um, if you, you know, probably if you use some type of mobility equipment, you probably already have it. But um, if you think, well, you know, I don't want to take it or I don't think I'm going to need it or, or whatever, almost anything that you need you can rent it and have it available on the cruise ship. 
So not just scooters, not just, you know, wheelchairs, but if you need oxygen, you can rent oxygen, um, you know, hospital beds. If you think, oh, I won't be able to take a cruise because, you know, um, you know, my child doesn't lay flat or, you know, um, I sleep, you know, sitting up in a recliner, whatever it is, whatever it is that you need, it's possible um, more than likely to uh, rent it and to have it waiting there in the cabin by the time you get there. So if you have any type of special need, you know, obviously, um, you know, if if I'm working with you, talk to me or talk to your travel advisor about um, making sure that it is uh, there for you. And then also one of the other great things about uh, Royal Caribbean, but pretty much like all of the, the cruise lines, um, they offer um, just lots of assistance. You know, once again, you don't necessarily want to wait until you get to the port. You want to um, let folks know in advance that you're coming and you've got some additional needs. But if you need additional like, um, you know, assistance getting on board the ship or, you know, at the end, if you need additional assistance getting off the ship, um, assistance is available for you. If you want to do certain um, shore excursions, you know, some of them are accessible, but if we talk about it in advance, we can know in advance, okay, this is something that you want to do. And okay, this is the one you should go on, you know, maybe you shouldn't go on that one. And then also the cruise ships also have accessible staterooms. Once again, another reason to go with one of the larger ships, a larger ship just has more state rooms, period, but they also definitely are going to have more accessible state rooms. And that's something that you um, definitely want to um, book earlier because they've got more, but there's not an unlimited supply. Now, also, um, we know that, you know, well over three and a half million um, families are affected by um, autism. And once again, just great thing about Royal Caribbean, Carnival, Celebrity, some of the other um, larger cruise lines, you know, their ships are deemed autism friendly. So, um, you know, you can have priority um, boarding, you know, special dietary needs, I mean, special um you know, exemptions in terms of um, if you're, you know, putting your family member in the in the child care area in terms of them, you know, not necessarily having to be, you know, toilet trained by certain ages, uh, et cetera. Um, all of the youth staff have been trained in some type of, you know, autism awareness. Um, so, so the ships really have done a lot already. The cruise lines really have done a lot to be autism uh, friendly. And then um, the other thing that you might want to um, consider is actually going on an autism of the seas staffed cruise. So there are actually, um, you know, cruises and you'll see the list. These are the cruises um, going out of Galveston on Allure of the Seas for the balance of the year. And you actually have staff members from um, the Autism of the Seas organization like on uh, the ship. And with these uh, staffed cruises, I mean, it really is, you know, just kind of neat. There's uh, generally a, a one to two ratio. So one staff member um, per two, you know, folks who, um, you know, you know, who have um, autism, but you can also pay an additional fee if you want to have one-on-one -on -one service. But then included in it, you know, you have... Um, 
you know, every day there's two hours of respite in the morning, two hours of respite, you know, in night where the autism of the sea staff, you know, are looking, um, you know, out for your, your kitties. So you can, you know, you can take a little break and at least once per uh, cruise, there's a three hour um, respite for dinner. So if you and your partner want to, you know, go to dinner, you know, by yourselves and just have like, you know, a quiet evening, you know, that's built into it. Um, when the staff is there, they will um, like work with you and they will be there for, you know, for pool time or if you're going on an excursion. And it's just like an extra set of, you know, hands and helpers and people who who know what they're doing. And, and it really can make um, the experience so much more pleasant for you as well as for um, for your loved one having that like that little additional help. And um, autism. Know, uh, real quick, Denise, autism, sure. autism on the seas, is that exclusively for autistic uh, children or can you use that if you have other disabilities like cerebral palsy? Or yes, yep, yes, yes, yes. And I, I apologize for not mentioning that. You know, they're called autism of the seas, but they work with, um, as you said, any, like, you know, any area where you may need some additional and not only is it for cruises, um, they also have staffed resort times. So this summer, they've got a couple of uh, dates in June and July for Disney World. And then uh, in August um, at Beaches All-Inclusive um, Family Resort, you know, they have um, a, a date in, in October on uh, Turks and Caicos. So you still have an opportunity to have, you know, those same or similar kinds of, you know, hours of respite, you know, dinner times, assistance. Um, so it, it really is just a great organization and um, just a, a really nice help for you. Um, on the ships, uh, if you have a service animal, you know, your service animal can uh, come. Um, the ships are already, you know, visual and hearing um, for folks with visual and hearing disabilities are already like accommodations like built into um, like built into the ship. But once again, whatever it is that you think you might, you know, need some additional help with, you know, let uh, your travel advisor or let um, the folks at the cruise line know in advance. And, and they are just super, 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 super um, helpful and accommodating. And then also, this is something that um, people might not know. Um, and, and unfortunately, we don't have a ship out of Galveston where this can happen. But if you're thinking, oh, um, you know, I've always wanted to do an Alaskan, you know, cruise or something, but you're thinking, oh, you're not going to be able to do that because, you know, you've got dialysis three times a week on Royal Caribbean and celebrity uh, cruises, you can actually arrange to have uh, dialysis at sea. So, you know, if you have any questions, you want more information about that, just by all means, uh, let me know. And then um, we're going to transition here to uh, Disney. Now, Disney historically has always been the most visited uh, tourist destination. Uh, during the pandemic, it kind of lost out to the Grand Canyon, but but Disney was closed. So 
and the Grand Canyon is, uh, you know, wide open spaces. But, wow. you know, so many people um, want to visit uh, Disney. And one of the things you might, you know, want to consider, because we've already talked about some of the advantages of cruising, you know, if you want to have the Disney experience and experience some of the Disney magic without going to the parks, you know, you might want to consider a Disney cruise and the Disney magic uh, cruises from Galveston. So, you know, obviously it's not a theme park, but um, it, it really does have a lot of um, components of, of Disney magic, like four, six, seven night sailing. So, you know, if you wanted to do a little tester cruise, I mean, that's definitely something that you could try. And the same, um, you know, Autism of the Seas, you know, uh, works with Disney um, um, you know, you can also rent uh, equipment, et cetera, for um, your Disney cruise. So that's something to consider. And Disney is just, just tops when it comes to just being a good host, you know, uh, just being a good host. So uh, the Disney resorts just have, um, you know, lots of just, just lots that, they're just well equipped for dealing with um, everyone who is a guest at a Disney um, property. So they have, you know, accessible rooms, you know, wherever it is that you want to go, you know, within the hotel, within the parks, uh, there's definitely going to be um, accessible travel, parking, you know, you can bring um, your service animals. Um, there's just a variety of transportation at Disney. And one of the things that's neat about staying at a Disney um, resort, you know, you have transportation. They will provide transportation um, all over. Well, all of the transportation, whether it's the bus, whether it's the watercraft, whether it's, you know, the, the Skyliner, um, the staff who, you know, works these um you know, the the bus and drives the bus and all that, you know, they are very uh, comfortable. They know how to deal with scooters and wheelchairs and whatnot. So, I mean, it, it really makes things very easy. There's also um, like a minivan and it is a uh, mini mouse, you know, it looks like uh, it of looks course, like a mini mouse, right? Um, man. And you can actually like reserve that through Lyft. So like, you can just actually go to your Lyft, um, uh, app and say that you want the um, the mini uh, van and and that's something that's really uh, neat. And then of course at each of the different um, parks um, you can rent wheelchairs or or scooters if you need to. Uh, Disney also has a service called uh, Disney Access uh, Service. So if you have you know, some uh, disability, and it really doesn't matter what the disability is, but if it makes it um, uncomfortable for you to wait in the long lines, you can simply register with the service, you know, they will assign you a time, and when that time comes, you just go, you know, and this is your assigned time, and you can go, and you can, uh, you don't have to, you know, deal with waiting in the lines, you can just uh, enjoy uh, the park. And with Disney, and, and really with any vacation, but, but the key, I think, to enjoying yourself and making sure that your time at Disney is, is frustration-free is planning. Um, you know, planning and organization and, um, 
you know, impatient. In Disney, for each of their parks, they have um, a map guide, you know, for, um, you know, for their guests to um, have some type of uh, disability. So in advance, you can look at this guide, you will know, here are the, you know, here are the rides, you know, that I can, you know, ride and stay in my wheelchair. These are the rides that I can go on that, okay, I'll have to transfer from my scooter into like the wheelchair that they provide or here are the ones that I can't. So just in advance, you can have a really good idea of like where you can go, you know, what you can do. And, and it, and, and they are just super, super, super um, accommodating. And then the final kind of type of uh, vacation I'll talk about are tours. So, and, and there is just a tour for every type of uh, traveler. You know, there are, um, I guess they're called special needs uh, tours. So oftentimes if someone, um, you know, is experiencing something and they were traveling and they realized, oh my gosh, this is not very, you know, friendly, you know, towards people with, um, with my particular uh, condition, you know, they will start their own, uh, like tour groups. But then I think you'll find that most of the uh, tour groups are very uh, disability friendly, are very um, accessibility friendly. And I was actually talking to one of our um, preferred suppliers, you know, for some clients who are interested in doing uh, an African safari. And uh, I was saying, well, do you have any, you know, itineraries that you've put together for, you know, for, for these, for folks who have this particular disability? And, and you'll find that they didn't need to put together any special, you know, type of itinerary because just included within how they do business, things are so um, accessible. So for instance, with um, one of the safaris, you know, they've got their Jeeps where, you know, there's a ramp. So you can like roll your wheelchair up the ramp into like the Jeep and you are there with, you know, everybody else or, um, and, and I don't know, but I was surprised by this, but um, somebody wanted to do the, um, like that gorilla tour in Rwanda. And it's like, well, that is very accessible. And I would think like, really? And it's like, yeah. So whatever you want to do, wherever you want to go, um, don't, don't count yourself out before you have figured out, um, is it possible or how can it be possible? Because, you know, quite likely, you know, it, it is. Um, one thing that I, I would say is a note of caution, you know, choose your tour operator um, very carefully, you know, especially if you're going with some of the, the smaller, and not, not because they're small, but with some of the um, Tour operators, you know, this is February 2023. You might be talking about a tour that you're not going to take until like the end of 2024. You just want to make sure that you're dealing with someone who is still going to be around, <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, at the end of uh, 2024. And um, my company, we work with a list of um, preferred suppliers, but if there is, you know, 
some tour operator that you have come across and you think, hey, I, I, I really like like them for whatever reason, you know, let's talk. I mean, there is a vetting process that we go through with our tour operators. You know, perhaps we can take them through that vetting process or if they don't want to go through that complete, you know, vetting process to become a preferred supplier of ours, we can at least share with you, like, here's some of the, the questions that you need to ask um, just to, to make sure that we're that it's all going to be okay, because obviously that's what you want. You want to have an enjoyable, you know, frustration-free vacation. And then also, uh, especially when it comes to tours, you do want to be uh, realistic. I mean, some tours, you know, just might not be the right um, opportunity. So, you know, if it's a, um, you know, if well, I'll just leave it at that. Some tours might not be right. So, so you do want to um, be realistic about that. A um, couple of last things, um, just really consider investing in uh, travel insurance. Now, if you do get travel insurance, make sure you thoroughly understand what, what's being insured and, and what is not, you know, uh, being insured. But, you know, with so many things going on, travel insurance, you know, can be uh, a good investment. It's something that I think you should at least consider. And then uh, the other thing, when it comes to cruises, just be aware of the whole cellular at sea. Because um, the first time... Um, I took my son on a cruise. You know, I get this message. It's like, um, you know, from AT&T, like your, you know, roaming charges have, you know, reached $300. It's like, <laughs> what? What, is, what is happening? Because even though um, if particularly if you're in, in Texas, you know, most of our Plans cover Mexico and cover the Caribbean. But when you are on a cruise ship, even though you may be in the Caribbean, you're in international waters and roaming charges are going to apply. So um, just make sure you, you have a, a plan. You know, most of the cruise lines do offer some type of, you know, Wi-Fi, um, you know, package if that's what you want to invest in. Even if you invest in that, make sure you turn off <laughs> the roaming like on uh, your phone. And then uh, many of the cruise lines, they do have... Um, like free web-based, you know, apps or, you know, just really use this as an opportunity to, you know, put the phone down, you know, like once you get, you know, like uh, to shore, once you do an excursion, then typically, you know, your plans are going to um, like kick in and you're not going to have to, you know, pay the charges and um, even consider, especially if you're going outside of, you know, the, uh, Mexico or the Caribbean uh, consider one of the uh, international calling plans. Most of the carriers for like $10 a day, you know, you can get um, a temporary calling plan that will, you know, that you can use. So just think about those two things. And then, um, you know, of course, like and follow us on, on Facebook. That's where, you know, I'll post um, like information about various things that are that are going on. But I am um, available to answer any questions you may have like now or in the future and um, really appreciate it. Denise, this has been so fantastic. I um, 
I just wanted to ask you about what are, for someone who has never been on a cruise before, what are a couple of tips and tricks that people might not think about? Uh, for example, one thing that I heard about that I, I've never been on a cruise yet. Okay. Um, okay. One thing I heard about is that I would have never realized that the walls in your stateroom are metal. So you can bring magnets and hang things and maybe have, you know, hooks or clap clips where you can hang things in your room to save on space. So what are some other tips and tricks like that, that people might just not even think about? Okay. And, and that's a good one. I should have um, mentioned that. Um, you know, I, I think, oh, let's see. Yeah. I didn't mean to put you on right. like dining. How does dining work? No, 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 that's okay. Um, When it comes to to cruising, if you're thinking about, um, let's say, maybe ways to save money, like really think about, do you want a room with a balcony or do you uh, want a room with an ocean view? And I have had, um, you know, some you know, clients who are traveling with children, even though I don't think like this is really an issue, but they just don't like the idea of of having like that balcony that can be opened and an ocean view can save you money, you know, and um, kind of put their um, minds at ease. Um, I'd say like with cruises, even though the the cabins uh, you might think are not that big, most of the um, cabins, you can store your suitcase underneath the bed, you know, so that definitely uh, saves you some space. And and I just say like the, the biggest thing I think with uh, cruises, I don't think you need as many outfits as people think they need. <laughs> that is one thing. I see people with like just just huge, 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 you know, pieces of luggage. So you might not need as many uh, pieces of luggage as you uh, think you need. Yes. Um, yes. I think because people are driving there, they think, oh, I can bring everything I want, but you don't right. need all that. Right. What about, um, train or river cruises? Do you do anything with those kinds of providers? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, absolutely. Um, American, and particularly if you are interested in like staying in the U S and you want to, um, like do a cruise. I mean, we have lots of, um, just really wonderful cruises, um, like along the the Mississippi that you can uh, take, or even along the um, Ohio River, many of them uh, leave out of uh, New Orleans. Now, I'd say like with the river cruises, a river cruise is a very different experience than an ocean cruise. So uh, with a river cruise, generally river cruises are more destination focused, whereas um, your ocean cruise lines, they tend to be a little more ship focused. So um, in many ways with the river cruises, it's about getting to that place, getting off the ship, seeing what there is to see, and then uh, coming back. So you really have to think about um, like the age of the folks that you are traveling with, because even some of the um, river cruises don't allow children. 
I mean, it's it's 18 and up. So I just really kind of think about what it is you're trying to accomplish with that. And then also trains are, are wonderful. You know, one thing that you might want to uh, consider if you're doing like an Alaskan uh, cruise, um, maybe cruise out of Vancouver, but fly into Seattle and then take the train from Seattle to uh, Vancouver. And you get to see just so much of like the, the countryside, uh, et cetera. So, you know, trains are just a, just a great way to travel as well. That's fantastic. And you, you can help people set these all up. So that's why I wanted you to leave this screen on while we talk a little bit more. Okay. Um, what about, okay, so this person is saying that they've been on Disney cruises, but um, the kids had to be potty trained. And so they couldn't go to the kids club on the Disney cruise. Have they changed that policy or do they just need to follow up with Disney to see or what's what's going on with that? Um, you know what, let, let me check into that and get back to you. I know, like with Royal Caribbean, you, they don't have to be potty trained. And I want to say that has changed with uh, Disney as well, but I'm not 100% sure. So Okay. And these, these Disney cruises and all of these cruises, they accommodate people with, with differences who are all ages, right? Or yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Under a certain age, like, no. the Disney. okay. No, all ages. Okay. Fantastic. All right. Well, we have a few more minutes, so I'm going to go through a few more slides for, for myself, but please, we have um, the chat box is still open. So go ahead and put some more questions in there for Denise and we'll get to those. Denise, if you'll go through my last few slides. Sure. Um, when we send you this webinar later on today, we're going to send the slides and this will be a clickable link where you can look at our other webinars that are coming up. They're always free. Uh, and and always helpful. <laughs> These are just a list of some of the things that we help families with and things that should be on your radar in terms of what you need to be thinking about in planning for the future for your special needs loved one. If you've never been with us at one of our webinars before, um, you might not know who Consolidated Planning Group is and what we do. Well, this is what we do. Uh, we help people develop a comprehensive special needs care plan for their loved ones. Thinking about what it's going to cost to take care of your child for the rest of their life, how to apply for government benefits like the Texas waiver programs, SSI, SSDI, um, ABLE accounts we help with, uh, learning how to designate your child as a beneficiary, on your assets in a way that will not jeopardize their benefits. Um, and that could be through ABLE accounts or special needs trusts. Um, we help people learn about residential living communities, group homes, settings like that, where um, your child can go and work and build a community and be with their peers. Um, guardianship and alternatives to guardianship. Now, for the guardianship and for trusts, for your wills, things like that, we are not attorneys, but we do keep a list of great attorneys throughout the entire state of Texas who can help you with those things and who focus on the special needs 
aspects of life, um, knowing that you do need an expert in these areas to make sure that um, everything is done properly. And we help families with, you know, what happens after high school? What, you know, what options are there for them in terms of educational options or transition options, programs that are available out there? Um, on our next slide, we can, I can show you the faces that go with the names. This is our group. We are located just outside of Houston in the Sugarland and Missouri City area. Uh, we help families all over the United States with their planning needs. We do everything that any other financial advisor firm does, like life insurance, estate planning, tax planning, investments. But we do it through the lens of that, the nuanced lens of having a loved one with a special need. And if you go to our last slide, uh, Denise, this is how you can reach us. We do free personalized consultations. Uh, on the bottom, those links to our social media accounts will be clickable. You can use the QR code to schedule an appointment with us. We do assist with questions related to SSI once you're approved about um, charging rent, having a rental agreement, um, what income limits there are, what asset limits there are. Um, we do a free consultation where we learn about you and your family. We answer any questions that we can for you. And then we go through how we work and what we charge and what our, our packages are. So feel free to sign up for that. I will let you know also that by coming to our webinar and registering with us, we will be reaching out to you to see if you have further questions for us or for Denise or if you would like to schedule that meeting. So don't hang up on us. It's part of the job that we're going to call you and make sure that you are very well taken care of. Um, so again, any other questions that you want to put in the chat? We've got about, we've got a few more minutes left. Um, oh, also, we have a podcast. So if you're listening in on our podcast and you would like a copy of these slides so that you can have all of Denise's contact info and um, our contact info and all of that, you can email us. Our email address is contact at cpgcares.net. That's contact at cpgcares.net. Or you can call us at 281 690-1177, and we can make sure that you get a copy of these slides emailed to you. All right, I don't see any more questions out there in the chat, but Denise, this has been such a great topic, and I'm so happy Thanks. that you are bringing this to our attention. Thank you so that, much for inviting me. Yes, yes, I hope that we'll be able to do another webinar with you, because I think this has just been such a fun topic and um, hearing more about, um, you know, just the different possibilities and more travel info. And I'm, we're getting comments in the chat box that are saying things like, we would love to hear more about travel info from you in the future. So Great. definitely we can, we can schedule another webinar with Denise. She's been fantastic. And thank you everybody for joining us. Um, 
if there's anything that you need, feel free to reach out. So I will go ahead and stop the recording. We'll get this sent out to you all later on today. And Denise, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy the securities and advisory services offered through Triad Advisors, member FINRA and SIPC, Consolidated Planning Group Incorporated and Triad Advisors LLC are not affiliated. Advisory services offered through Consolidated Planning Group Incorporated. Consolidated Planning Group Incorporated is not affiliated with Triad Advisors.